I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I can't be personally kick Candace Owens and her stinky cray cray. No good thing starts with I was thinking about my ex. He ain't learned his lesson. That's a brother ain't gonna learn shit. I know this is gonna be up What's happening? What's crackulating? What's unpopping? Good people. I'm T Stone. Welcome to the Unpopping Show. Or un- uh, how? God damn! Can I say that again? Welcome to the Unpopping <laughs> Show, home of unpopular opinions. I am T Storm, and joined by, as always, my brother DJ Mike Swift. What up, Mike? What's happening, brother? What's going on, man? I'm at maintaining. Here, just another day that the Lord has kept me, as they say in church. Notice I said Chutch. <laughs> Chutch. Chutch. Look, right off the top, let's just knock out the YouTube stuff. If you haven't yet, uh, subscribe to the channel, um, like the video, leave comments, join the Unpopping community. We are we are steady growing, uh, and it's, it's thanks to you. So you love it, share it, you hate it. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> hey, just tell us about it. I don't care. I want to hear that too. You know what I mean? Not the, not thin skinned over here. So thank you. We appreciate you watching. We appreciate you listening. Um, follow us on all socials at Unpoppin Show, and let's get right to it. Um, we have some special guests joining us today. Um, some base legends in the game, man. We talk some. I mean, yes, okay, sir. okay. So it's it's interesting for me because born and raised in New York City in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I graduated high school in Florida. And then I moved, and then I moved to uh, to Atlanta. I started my radio career in Florida after high school, and then I moved to to Atlanta. So I was exposed to bass music in Florida. So I got to hear DJ Magic Mike. You know what I'm saying? Um, there was a kid. There was these cats called uh, Irk and Jerk. <laughs> that was a big joint. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, uh, um, Disco Rick and the Dogs before he, you know, before he switched groups, um, all that. Like we used to hear I, I, all that stuff in, in when I was in Florida. So when I got to when I got to Atlanta, um, it was it was kind of easy for me to kind of make the adjustment and learn Atlanta bass. But we'll get into all that. We have some bass legends. We're gonna have them join in a second. Um, Mike, what you want to? That's what you want to get off your chest real quick. Uh, well, I don't know if it's gonna be real quick, but uh, so and you know I'm. I, we're a little late on this conversation, but I definitely want to have it. You know, I was on vacation last week, so mm-hmm. T and I didn't get together and, and talk about these things. But Dr. Dre, right? Uh, the divorce is in. Uh-huh. The numbers are in. Yep. My man has to come out. I'm going to give actual numbers because people are rounding up. So Dr. Dre has been ordered to pay $293,306 a month. What? And spousal support. Yeah, that's a plus. That's a nut. He has to maintain. He has to cover the expenses for the Malibu and Pacific Palisades homes, and he has to pay for her health insurance. Now, one might say that sucks, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Um how how long before he gets out of this? Well, the order is in place until she marries again, dies. Or gets into uh, um, uh, a a new domestic partnership. Got it. So 
it comes out to be about $3.5 million a year just on the spousal support part. That doesn't count paying for the home and her health insurance. If she lives for another 20 years, he'll be out a little bit over 70, 70 million, like 72, 73 million dollars. Was it worth it? Listen, um, I'm sure from Dre's perspective, yeah, whatever it takes to get her out of his life. Like if you gone, you gone. I got to deal with you. Take this check. Keep keep pushing. I'm sure for him, it's like okay, water under the bridge. Not really, but look and and I. But well, look. Here's the thing. I say all of that, but I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him because he could have gave up half of eight hundred and twenty million. He's getting out at. Yeah, you know, we're assuming she'll live another twenty years, right? It's life expectancy and so so he's getting out at the you know, the seventy million mark. Let's say she puts in another few years or she doubles that, that's a hundred and forty some odd million. He made out well. <laughs> he did well because she could have walked with four hundred and ten. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I it's hard for me to concentrate because all these numbers are making me nauseous. Like this is it's beyond my I can't even fathom these types of I, no, I mean I I I'm mad at my wife for spending one hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, imagine having to give her you know, and we're not together. Uh, you know, upwards of uh, whatever. I, this is making me physically <laughs> ill just <laughs> hearing these numbers. So I'm probably not the right person to talk to about it. Um. Dre, on on the other hand, has you know made it to billion dollar status, so and he's still earning. So I, I'm, it's it's unless he's not making money no more, he ain't gonna miss it. And somebody says you can't put a price tag on a piece on peace of mind. How about a piece of ass? Um, I don't know. It's it's <laughs> peace of mind, piece of ass. It was a hundred million dollar, a hundred million dollar lay. Yeah. Oh my god! Right over oh. the course of 20, oh. 20 plus years. Hey, listen. Uh, they probably say, "Hey, we had a good run and keep it pushing." I, you know, and if, if she remarries, I doubt it. I mean, she, who knows? <laughs> who knows? She may just. She's got three hundred thousand reasons per month to never marry again. Yeah, she'll just shack up with <laughs> dude. Oh man. Any case, I, that's making me physically nauseous um hang on yeah it, it made me physically nauseous dude and I, and I had to think about it and um shout out to uh my girl uh felicia pearson uh empowered esquire go over there and check her out i know we talk about her all the time she's been on the show she did a show about it um and she kind of broke everything down from the legal side of it uh and she was saying that that award likely doesn't include um uh the equity in the homes right uh-huh. so the court will likely have them you know sell the homes split the money on it right but she's also um uh on the hook for the debt left in the homes okay so when i was thinking about that i was like oh that's fair but then i thought about it all she going to do is pay that with the money he giving her so, so 
he on the hook for all of it at the end of the day. It's, it's just, uh, you know, I've a, said it on here before. I, I, I don't get it. I don't see where it's worth it. Uh, this caused a, a heated debate with the mother of my children uh, <laughs> over the weekend. I was in, in Texas with her and the kids, you know, summer vacationing. Uh, and we we had to be in the car together for four hours. Oh, uh, and this came up. Oh, oh. <laughs> and, and she looked at me and said, I, "I just don't know who you are anymore. You're just you're just so angry." <laughs> yeah. Wow. I again. Mm-mm. You know, on the other hand of that, just just my wife, Kelly. Saw that news, saw that story, and had the opposite had the opposite reaction. I would think anyone would have. She said she was on 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 the man's side. Like, why is she getting that money for what? What was she, you know? She, oh, she's supposed to live off of him now. No, please. She was on that. Just completely shocked me. I said nothing though, because <laughs> it could have been a trap. You went in the bathroom, got down on your knees, and went. I was just in case it was a trap. I said nothing. So, yeah, see how that goes. In any case, our guests have arrived. Um, I, I first of all, brothers, thanks for joining us here, ladies and gentlemen. Some base legends, as I as I mentioned earlier. Um, first off, he he, he was on the opposite of CP time. He got here first. Um, of the group Splat Pack, Q Dog is in the building. That's good, that's good, my brother. Yeah. And also, another bass legend, A-Town bass legend in his own right, uh, of, formerly of the group K-Chill and Tetris, the one and only K-Chill, is in the building. What's happening, Chill? Yo, yo. How you doing, man? What is- good, man. How about y'all? Uh, excellent. Blessed and highly favored, man. Thank good. you Thank you for joining us, man. Appreciate the invite. Yeah, man. Me and so chill, chill and I go back a ways. Um, because I think was is Tetris is is um an Aquarius also, correct? I'm a I'm a Aquarius. You're the Aquarius. That's right. Because we're because I think we did our birthday parties. Um, right together. We yeah. did our, mine the fifth, yours the sixth. Mine's the sixth. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we, we've done some. We've done some some work in the A. And I got a chance to hang out with these brothers, and uh, I, um, you know, I just really appreciate it, man. Um, so let's let's just start it off. Q, Q, all right. So you're originally from Florida, correct? Correct, West Palm Beach, Florida. West Palm Palm Beach, Florida. Oh yeah, yeah, from Palm Beach. And y'all y'all migrated to the A? Yeah, we we migrated up here to Atlanta around '93. You know that that's when we first started. Well, really, we we first started in '92 with um with Shake That Ass. Shake That Ass dropped in December '92. Um, Kid and Head, rest in peace, Kid. Um, Kid and Head, they were already living here in Atlanta. Um, I was going through some things down there in West Palm that I had to take care of. You know, and um, once I finished taking care of what I needed, I moved up here in '93. Once we moved up here, Shake That Ass was already out. And um, we we went in the studio, you know, to, to record the um, Uh Oh album. Once we finished that, we um dropped. Let me see you work it, and then we dropped 
Um, Scrub the Grind. All classics. Yeah, it was lit for me. All classics. And uh, Mike and I were joking, um, joking a little earlier. First of Thank all, you, you know, because you know how women sometimes they'll say to us, you know, what is it that you want from me? Black Pack made it very clear. Um, turn around. <laughs> um, I'd like to see your derriere because I'm, I'm curious to know what is it, what it is that you possess. Um, in, in better vernacular, shake, shake that, that ass, ass, bitch, and see what you got. Excellent, excellent. Being from South Florida, you know, we we always had that dance type of feel, you know, and um. And yeah, our girls, you know, they, they, they just used to get wild, you know, and, you know, like back in the eighties, you know, Luke came, you know, and, and, and the poison clan. And we, we, we just kept, you know, we, we already had that type of feel, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's just like, they, they help open up doors for, for South Florida, you know, and, and, and for, you know, it helped us. It made it easier for, for us to be able to get in. I could dig it. I can dig it. Um, shout out to Poison Clan, JT Money. Um, one of my favorite records he did was uh, I Hate Hoes, Hoes Hate Me. That was my record for a little time when I was going through some shit. <laughs> so. That's my record now. <laughs> hey, right? <laughs> chill. So tell me how you know. So tell me how, how did K Chill and Tetris come, you know, come, come to be about back in the, you know, how did y'all get your start? Oh, when I moved here from Racine, Wisconsin in 95, uh, I started being a barber at a barber shop, uh, Headmasters, and the owner kept saying, hey, I want y'all to meet. Uh, I think you're in Tetris. His name is Enrique, and he kept saying, I think you're in Enrique, a big good team, you know, and I was like, nah, I'm, I'm from Midwest, hip-hop, I'm solo, I want a partner. So he kept on pushing, we finally met, and boom, by the next year, 96, we had the hit record, set it off. And it came by way of Diamond and D-Rock. If you remember the Bankhead Bounce, what's up with the Bankhead Bounce, shawty? Yeah. So we was uh, we, we was in the D-Rock camp, uh, uh, Diamond and D-Rock, before he went to jail for the big scandal that happened, right. if you remember that. I do. And uh, he was looking for a new group. And uh, we was like, yo, we'll find you a new group. And Tetris was like, uh, well, chill, won't you do it by yourself? I was like, man, I'm from the Midwest. I, 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 don't, I didn't even like booty shape. All real talk. I was like, man, I can't do that mess. I don't like that mess, you know. And I said, well, you got the the southern. Oh, Joe, you there? Thank you. Froze a bit. You got Joe. You got stuck on us, brother. Oh, he comes. He come back. Yeah, I think he's gonna pop back in. All right, my 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 thing keep going back to the white screen. So, you know, my apologies. I don't know what's going on. But can oh. you hear me? Yes, yes, we can. Hear you. Yes, sir. Okay. So, long story short, before this thing act up again, um, I said Tetris. You know, you got this southern sound. So why don't we try to put something together and get the track from Diamond? I mean, from uh, uh, DJ Smooth. We did it. I I wrote the. I think I wrote the hook. We wrote verses. Boom, we put it together just to, as an experiment and set it off happened. And then Shake Like Jello happened on the flip side. So we had two records, thanks to Harold Banks, because he, he fired up uh, making Shake Like Jello. So we had two singles in 96 hot on the. Oh, we got stuck again. Buffering. 
buffering. He got my internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it, it keeps backing up. So when y'all lose me, if y'all don't hear me, that's what's going on. It keeps going back. I don't know what's going on. It's all good. Did you catch that? Yeah, thanks to Harold Banks. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Harold Banks, my uh, uh, Fab Five brother, uh, Hot ninety seven five, the original Hot ninety seven five DJs there in Atlanta. Oh, yes. Um, I, I, I'd be Banks and DJ Jelly. They gave us life. Anti Storm. Hey, I, yeah, man. We, like I guess I was saying. So when I moved, so I, I part of the story. I graduated high school in Florida. I grew up in New York City. Graduated high school. In Florida, because mom threw me out, sent me down to live with my aunt. So I graduated down there. And when I, I finally, so I, I was exposed to bass music, Florida style. Um, but when I came to Atlanta, the the transition wasn't a big jump for me. But it wasn't until uh, <laughs> my the PD at the time, Steve Hegwood, because I was still on, I was fresh out of New York at that point. Came from New York, from WBLS to Hot 97.5. And so I was just playing all hip hop. Um, and he mm-hmm. said to me, hey. Uh, do you know what a booty record is? <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's like, well, I suggest you find out what it is, uh, or, or I'm pulling you off the air. And I was like, yes, sir. And I left the office right wow. then. I left his office right then. And I went right to uh, uh to Little Five Points. It was the record? What's the record shop in Little Five Points? I um, I think it's still uh, there. Earwax. Earwax. Yes, no. I remember that. One. No, no, not Earwax. I did go to Earwax. I picked up stuff from Earwax too. But there's another spot in in Little Five Points. Um, that that's I, the one uh, I thought you was talking about. What's it called? Wax and facts. Wax and facts. Wax and facts. Wax. That's right. Wax and facts. And and I said I told him my dilemma. That was, I told him who I was and told him my dilemma. He said, "Oh, I got you." And he straightened me. Pulled out every. <laughs> Every joint that you know that was popping there in Atlanta, and I I became very familiar so much so that I was able to you know work the clubs, the, the you know the spots in in like in the cut. I'm you know I end up doing you know five five nine three twenty one. Oh, five five Nina. Yeah, you yes. know five five nine stayed stayed there. Oh man, man, that was our spot. That was our dungeon, man. Man, that was I I I I got such an education on southern music from. From doing spots like that, and then from actually like yes. hearing the stuff that the kids was on too, because they was they stayed on bass music. Like there were certain clubs, yeah. there were certain clubs in Atlanta that you would not hear northern hip hop at all. No, no, no. you'd hear. I mean, so at the time it was Cash Money, it was No Limit, and it was everything popping out of Atlanta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And every once in a while, you get one top forty hip hop record that you can. It had to be like the biggest one at the time. So, uh, and so like who you with from Jay Z blended with Lil John, who you with? That was the way he got away with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But yeah, man. Uh, 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 I, I'm still to this day, and I, I told him when I when I seen Q, I told him to this day, I still. Spin scrub the ground. I'm here in, in in New York now. Nobody know like knows it like that. But that's my shit. You know what I'm saying? The drum. Oh, wow, yeah. that's dope. That's love. The drum. Nothing but love. I appreciate that. It's still. It's. I mean, to this day, I, I woke up this morning. I was telling Mike. I woke up this morning excited about talking with you guys, and it took me down memory lane to all, you know all the different. Um, Base records, base groups out of you know out of Atlanta and and out of the South in general, um, City Boys and the Bounce Go. That was right. in my. I woke up with that on my mind. Shout out to Raheem the Dream. Um, shout out, shout out to um, 
uh, uh, um, oh, Kizzy Rock. Kilo Ali. Kilo Ali. Yeah. Uh, sit, oh, yeah. Kizzy and Rock. Damn. Red Money. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh, man. As soon as, as soon as I started trying to think, A Town Players. Uh huh. Um, oh, yeah. A Town Players. Yeah. DJ Smurf or, or Mr. Collins Mr. Park, Collins as, he Park yeah, as he goes by now, right? Uh, uh, Shadi. LA Snow. I mean, this mm-hmm. list is so long. LA Snow, absolutely. And we got, we got to get him on here. Also, it was really good seeing you guys out there. Um, because we, we all ran into, we told the story, we ran into each other, um, at, uh, at this radio station reunion. Um, shout right, out to right. Cor- Corey. Yes. Puts these things yes. together. It was you know, story. Yes, it was. Um, and it's, I mean, you forget sometimes how impactful, you know, because it's been it's been twenty six years. You know, station is you know people different people are there's a different era or whatever. But there are certain things in place that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for, you know, that radio station and the music that you know the the artists that came as a result of that radio station. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes. What's something? What's something? So- go ahead, Mike. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, look, you know, we talk fondly about, you know, the late '80s, early to mid '90s, uh, bass music, Atlanta bass, uh, Miami bass. It was on top of the world, but the sound of music started to kind of change and move into different directions. How have you been able to to maintain with the changing of music? Did you change with it, or did you just continue to do your thing and tour and perform on your catalog? Was for me? Well, I don't think I. Th- I think that with music changing, I think with music changing, I think that um, well, it it, it changed. Everything has to has to evolve. Everything has to grow. So all music did was grow along with our children, just like our music grew with us. You know. Um, the things that the things that we did back then, I think is doing a full 360 back around just for a younger generation on just on 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 a, on a different level. Because if you look back, if you look at what the city girls are doing now, I hear quite a bit that you know the only one was black back then. You know, and it 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 kind of it it makes me feel good. Kind of make me feel like I can still get back out though. Feel me? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but you know, even with doing that, it's just learning. It's just learning what these jits doing. It, you know, if that's something that we choose to do, is just learning what these jits doing and being able to jump back on the train. As they say, you're never too old. You know, that's right. Well, speaking 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 of evolving, uh, T T Storm, you and Mike, I'm not sure if y'all know about the Bay Superstars project that we did in 2010. Uh, the Florida and Georgia bass artists, we all collabed to form one super group. I'm not sure. Did y'all know yes. about the bass superstars? No. I did not. I'm, okay. Uh, us, 69 boys, 95 South, Taz, Raheem, Kilo, Shadi, This and That, Splat Pack, L.A. Snow, 12 Gauge. I think that, I think I got everybody. We all formed a super and group. The video is on YouTube. Oh yeah, I say it right here. The video okay. is on YouTube right now called "The Bass Superstars Up." We did a show at Wild Bills and filmed it for a video, and it was bananas. All yeah, of us doing our hits back to back, and then at the end, grand finale, we did the song "Up." 
that we recorded. We actually tried to do a whole album, so we did a few songs, but the up video is bananas on YouTube right now as we speak. And the energy, you can see it and feel it when you're watching the video. It was stupid. Hey, go, I, I, now I got to hear this. If everybody watching, I'll link that in the description so you can check it out. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I pulled it up, and I'm just kind of scanning it right now. Okay. How How did... Who who made that happen, right? Because I can imagine so many years have passed. Everybody's doing their own thing in different, you know, areas and, and transitioning. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the stuff you transitioned into, uh, Chill, in a little bit. But like moving into acting, moving into running Films. your own businesses. Yeah. How right. did how did you bring all those together to do that project? That's a lot was, of people. It was historic, man. So Tetris. And uh, Charles, they, they kind of partnered. Uh, Charles was like the finance guy. And uh, him and Tetris had the idea of doing it with cr- crazy swag. And they got the distribution deal through Universal. I was the A&R. I was the guy pulling in all the talent. I got Joe Torre on our team. We did a ringtone with him. And I reached out to, to, to the, all the Bass Brothers. And we had the idea of just, just one single through the, through the crazy swag Universal deal. And it turned out that we started recording the album because things was flowing. Chemistry was there. Um, Tetris even did a few joints on Raheem, Raheem's new album that didn't get released. I mean, we was working. So it was a collaborative effort. I was living in Dallas at the time, driving back and forth for shows and stuff like that. And I actually recorded Dallas uh, on, on uh, this song Up. So I was actually, I flew my vocals down to Atlanta so it was a collaborative effort. We did it. We we hit Wild Bills for the big show. We hit Huntsville, Alabama, and shut the city down. All of us there. And you know Wild Bills, uh, the crowd is not even black. And it was just white capacity crowd, and they loved it. And they promoted it on, uh, you know, the rock stations and all that. And it was history. Like, wow. Never done before. It was major. That's dope. Yes, we, you know, we had 3,500 at Wild Bills. That's what's up. Wow. Oh yes, that's what's up. It oh, was man. crazy, crazy man. And that's what we knew they loved bass, and we were actually trying to take it all out of overseas, out of the country. But you know, there's a lot, with ten acts, and you know, you got there's going to be some kind of diva situation somewhere. <laughs> so you know, you have to you know make sure egos were were, were attended to. Right. But with so many acts, it. it it, it came together and people didn't think it could happen, but we just didn't keep it going like it could have. Yeah. We could have took that thing on a package tour and killed them. Right, so we still could be traveling to this day if things were in order. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so any, any chance of, of reviving that? Oh, good question. Well, um, tell you the truth, I couldn't even tell you what half the cat said. But I, I know some of them are. Um, it, I guess it, it will have to get with, um, everybody, um, you know, not everybody, well, really everybody just getting on the same page. We have a few people that need to swallow egos and pride, you know, just humming themselves, everybody humming themselves and, and, and get together, you know, and anything we, we could do anything. Look, the one thing that I've found that, that manages egos is money. Yeah. When, <laughs> when you put some zeros on that check. Folks start humbling themselves real fast. Yeah. Like, what? Okay, I, I, I can go third. I'm good. <laughs> right. But, but I, I believe that was the thing. I think where well, it you you have more people wanting to be chiefs. Mm. Nobody wanting to be right. Angels. 
And the ones that the ones right. that didn't mind back being Indians, the chief just fell out. <laughs> Damn. No. Yeah. And, and which which we expected that, and we knew we knew the the the, the risk of trying to put that many powerhouses together. You know, uh, right. you got multi, you got some multi platinum that you know really didn't need the project, and but nobody, everybody wasn't doing something at the time, so it was a great benefit to everybody to resurrect the career. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, that's dope, man. Um, I'm, I'm sitting. I was, I'm I'm sitting watching uh Q rock his babies, man. Uh first of all these are my grandbabies. There's your grandbabies. <laughs> your grandbabies. Oh, br- first of all, can I say yeah, you, my grandbabies. you still look seventeen, brother? There's a video. <laughs> <laughs> hey, appreciate it. There's a there's a video there's a clip um I saw uh, there's a clip that I saw uh what rest in peace Arnell Star. It's Black Pack on uh yeah. <laughs> Mike, you got that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was looking at it earlier. <laughs> uh, check this out. You got it, Mike? Yeah. I was I was young and nervous back then. <laughs> and you look the same. <laughs> hey, this, this is about 30 pounds lighter. <laughs> Mike, we don't hear it. Ah, oh, I didn't. Uh, all right, hang on. Let me share it again. I forgot to click one button. Hey, y'all hear me? My screen yeah. keep on jumping off. We got you. We hear yes, you now. We, we yes, got you. We hear you. And you know, man, you guys have a wicked style. So I want to know, would you do me a pleasure of kicking some freestyle, something for me, a little, give everybody a little that that quad bass style. <laughs> Freestyle for the ball. Hey, cute dog, freestyle. Hey, cute dog, freestyle. Man, you know. Here we go. All right, cute dog, what you gonna do? I'm all alone in my own state of mind. I grab my clips and load them both 21 times. Man, it's like a scully. Now I know this plan is foolproof. Right, right. Wait a minute, wait a yeah, minute. Did, did he do that last show, yo? Oh, no, he didn't go out like that in the last show, right? <laughs> last show, he was, you know, he had to come fresh. Now you got to That was all that weed back then. <laughs> hey, y'all, I'm having some interference. I keep losing. I'm losing my video. Okay. We'll fix it. Yeah. Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I, I can completely understand. <laughs> like <that's, Yeah. laughs> there was a, it wasn't as bad. There was another, there's another video. Uh, all right. I'm, I, I can see you. Okay. There's another video. There's a brother on like, he's like on the news or whatever. Um, he's supposed to be like a poet. And the, the sister says, okay, let me see you kick something. And he said nothing. <laughs> he was like, he said that like, uh, uh, huh. Uh, and that was the, that was it. <laughs> so you at least you ain't do that. <laughs> we got something out of here. <laughs> but uh, it's all good, man. That's that's what's up. This how many how many grandbabies you got now, man? Man, I got about eight grandbabies. My lord! Wow! Hey, I was a busy man. I was a busy man as a young man, and now my kids. The age I was when I was making, not they did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh man, that's wonderful though, man. That's wonderful. That is what's up. You don't yeah, yeah. you don't look like nobody granddaddy though. Yeah, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. You know what I mean? I I I ain't got none yet. I I threatened my, my I got two grown sons that I have threatened. Yeah, <laughs> like yo, yeah, I don't have none until you can afford to have them. Period. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? For real. So yeah, yeah. So they they still trying to get their stuff together, and yeah, they haven't dropped none. So and but believe it or not, I did good because most of my friends they were grandparents in their thirties. I was like. 48 before I became a grandfather. It just went, once they hit, they just started coming back to back. I had like five grandkids in one year. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a wonderful thing, though. That's the, I mean, that's that's what we aspire to get to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Too, too many, you know, you, you hear the young boys talk about, oh, old head. Yeah, no, you want to get to be this old head. There's wisdom in this right. old head. There's knowledge in this, you know what I'm saying? You want to get, you want to get here. This is where you know what I'm saying. So, it's, right, it's, it's, it wasn't easy to get here. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's a, that is a blessing, brother. I, I'm I really really need yes, that. That's what's up. That's good to see. It's good uh, to see you. that. Is Chill back with us? I see. I see. Hey, I hear a lot of wind. <laughs> hey, Chill, you still there? <laughs> chill, chill. Chill's having his uh, his Teddy Riley moment right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of which, at some point, do we owe Teddy Riley an apology? Because now watching verses now, right? We see what he was trying to do. <laughs> it just it, it wasn't all. You know, he was depending on that little one little wire <laughs> plugged into a phone to do it all. <laughs> that was the problem. What? He tried to do all that plugged into a phone. <laughs> my, my my signals whack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Chill has you. You uh, you've been working on any music, man? You got some uh, a project? Anything? Yeah, um, Splat Pack working on something new, man. Here we we have a single we just finished called "Let's Do Shots." That's more on the um that. That that that's more on uh on on a, it, it's not on our market, you know what I'm saying? It's for it it, it it's for them um for Nashville. Okay. It's for Buckhead. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's for San Antonio, California. <laughs> nah, I can dig it. You know, but we 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 we, we working on that. Um, Sam Peasy, on uh, one of our producers, he he did that. We also um we're gonna drop something um thinking we, we have two one called jump and we have another called shake that um we're trying to figure which one we're gonna drop we're gonna drop both of those at the same time though um we we doing a um, tribute album the kid money you know he passed two years well september be two years um i'm working on a book called truth be told okay it's about my life okay. all right yeah everything that i've been through um I'm trying. I'm trying to find some. I'm trying to find some sponsors. I wrote a movie called Gangster City some years ago, so I'm trying to find some sponsors and some people with that. I'm gonna get K. Chill, see me and him if we could collab on that. Plus, out uh, yes, another sir. script that I'm yes, working sir. on. It, it's a um, it's a comical script called Work Work Release. Okay. And plus, man, K. Chill, we we've been collabing. We we getting ready to work on uh, on a little project. Um, me and him together. That's what's up. Oh yeah. 
Hey, chill, Q dog, with producer Cooley C of the organization Can't Stop No Player. Boy, we about to bring it in one more time. All right. Okay. That's what's up. Uh, so I, I want to go back to the book a little bit because that that actually kind of like I want to write a book, right? But I don't think my life is interesting. But obviously, yours is. Is right. there anything in the book that you can share that won't spoil it for everybody, but will give you know people a peek into some of the challenges you had to overcome to to become successful? Okay. Well, oh wow, my challenges started. You know, tell you the truth, um, right after birth. Mm. You know, um, one of the things I did, and um, even back then, like when my mom was trying to put me in school. And everywhere she called, you know, they everything was fine. She had talked to him. Yeah, I have a son trying to get him in pre-K, trying to get get him in kindergarten. Okay, you know, gave, gave all the paperwork, you know, told everything she needed to do. Okay, what's your son's name? His name is Kwame Buchanan. Now it's crickets. Mm. Well, your son needs to take a reading assessment test. I'm four years old. Mm. Yeah. This was back in, in the 70s. Yeah. You know, but, hey, I, I, I prevail, you know, from that. One thing people know that's in my book is um, I started in the entertainment field, modeling. I was six years old. That's the first thing I ever, ever made. That was back in the 70s. People, people learn that, that I was kind of mischievous. Breaking up a little bit, Q. And that, that, that they'll be surprised at. They'll be surprised at where I myself to come from. To where I, to where uh, we got Hello? some, we, yeah, we we got you. Some of it was break broke up a little bit, but you know what? That's like the perfect tease <laughs> for. <Yeah. laughs> that's like the perfect tease of the, of the book. But yeah, that's what's up. Chill, this um, chill morphed over into movie mogul. Um, talk to us some, <laughs> talk to us about some because I see you know I follow you on on on, on social media. And I see you know heavily involved in. Um, some movie projects and award ceremonies. I see him attending and doing things and presenting and being presented. Um, talk to us about some of the projects. How did one? How did you get into them? And uh, talk to us about some of the projects that you got going on. Uh, got into acting and back in '06, stumped the yard. Uh, a friend of mine was an actor. We swapped music and movie secrets, and uh, I helped him out. He helped me out. Well, you know what? I was in Stump the Yard. Actually, the first movie I was in was. Uh, uh, it was a movie intended for Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, Kay Eman had reached out to me from L.A. looking for a lazy bone, and they knew I had a connection with him because he's on him and Freak Nasty is on my single from my 05 release, Let Me See Your Tattoos. And I, I relayed the message. Lazy Bone never responded, so I was like, hey, you got something for me? She was like, yeah, we got a bartender role. Well, that turned into a detective role, 30 lines. I did that. The next thing you know, I was in Stomp the Yard, Daddy, Little Girl, Three Can Play the Game, Motives 2, Woman's Call, Alvin and the Chipmunks, you name it. So when I saw the actors were being dished in Hollywood the way they were, I said, well, you know what? I'm going to do something for Atlanta and all of the, the, the ones who don't get recognized. From Brumman from Fifth Floor, Joe Torrey, Jamal Willard from Biggie, um, you name it. I put them in my first Actors Award show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I created that in 2017, ATL Actors Awards, because I was an actor. I wanted the other actors to get their just due because I know what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And right before that, I jumped off the first Educators Awards, giving honors to principals, principals, pastors, teachers, 
and Community Heroes. I did that in December of 2017, then came right back uh, in March to do the ATL Actors Awards. And then it's been going on three years strong, sold out shows every year. Joe Torrey hosted my second one. Oh, man. I think we lost him again. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take. He back. I, I apologize. The video, the video keep jumping off. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. No, you're okay. But that's fantastic. But go ahead. You you were saying, What's like, that? you did the awards and... and um. So what like what are the projects you're working on right now? Well, right now, um, I, you know, right before COVID, I put the ATL Actors Awards on the shelf because I ran into some ungrateful Negro situations, if you will. <laughs> and y'all know how that goes. You, you put in a whole bunch of work, and a lot of people call and, and, and ask to be on the show, and then they have the, the decency to just no, no call, no show. After I done promoted it, putting them in, you know, a whole year, it ain't gonna blast no names out, but, you know, just certain individuals who want to be a part of it, want to get the shine, but then don't show up and make it look like I done just blew a bunch of smoke the whole year, and then, you know, they no call, no show. So, unfortunately, the ungrateful Negro situation happens whenever we're trying to do something for us, but yet we complain that, oh, they don't do nothing for us. But then when somebody do something for us, this is what happens. So, uh, I put that on the shelf, and I'm, I just been kind of just doing me. I was supposed to be finishing my book, Ease the, my book and movie, Ease the Pain, about my true life story, almost like a 50-cent Get Rich or Die Trying. It's about how I came from Wisconsin, how I came to Atlanta, and didn't know nobody. A lot of people don't know my story, but I came to Atlanta, didn't know a soul, and now uh, incredible. So, um, it, you know, it's been a blessing. I started my, my nonprofit, Feeding the Homeless, uh, in 2013 and fed for about six years. So Atlanta recognized my hard work, and I appreciate it. So I've just been trying to help everybody. T-Storm, I think you remember our birthday bashes. We, I helped Ludacris. I had him on my uh, birthday bash at 321. I think, was you a part of that one? Yeah. When we did 321. I helped Luda, Ying Yang, Young Jock. Mm-hmm. And I think we shared our birthday in Luda. I was little hype man on Fat Rabbit when he first came out with that. Yeah. And that- uh, Yin Yang, they, was, they wasn't even Yin Yang twins. They was True City Thugs. So I paid them 500 perform, paid uh, Luda uh, 15. And, you know, we showed love and tried to upbring the guys before the world knew who they was. Mm-hmm. And T-Storm, you was a part of that. Yeah, yeah, and so it's just been it, it's just been a beautiful thing, and I, I almost forgot you were part of that history too because I needed a witness, like yo, and I, you know, because they don't tell a story, so right. I needed somebody who was there who know. Right, right. <laughs> Back then, I DJ for for uh, for Chris. You DJ for him? That's right. Yep. That's right. Back then, I DJ for. And Chris. And so he was still he was still Chris Lover Lover when people really wasn't giving him a chance, but I paid him to perform at my birthday bash, which the club paid me to bring whatever. I wanted to bring to the, to my own birthday uh, party, and I, I chose the underdogs who was coming up. I said, you know what? I want uh, Chris Lover Lover because he's trying to do his thing, and he gonna blow. And when they blew, I was happy. Yeah. I was like, look at him, Yin Yang and Luda. Yeah, that was at the so, that was at know, three uh, three twenty one off of, off of Onada, the um phase two. I remember that very yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah, we, we did we did MLK too. Mm-hmm. So uh, you you did. We did all that, and no, we did Gobby Road and MLK. And then I took him out to uh, Decatur. Uh, I forgot the name of the club, but I took him around on some on some little spot dates. So 
Yeah. A lot of you know, a lot of people don't know the Atlanta history. It's a lot of secret Atlanta history that goes on. Just like I just put up a little post about the Biggie Small show. Was you at Club Illusions when Biggie performed? I Biggie wasn't. And Lo- is that when they threw the bottle at somebody? Threw a yes, bottle? yes, you remember that. I remember very I just clearly. Put a post up and nobody really knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, I remember Club they Illusions was Club Illusions was notorious first of, first and foremost. Notorious. But yeah, yeah. I remember they, that's. If the very first introduction. I, 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 look, they thought we threw the bottle because we was in the VIP, so security rushed our, our section. We were like, "Yo, we didn't throw the bottle." Right. And Biggie almost got hit. Biggie got almost got hit that close. Mm-hmm. And then when I put the post up, I said, "Who was the opening act for Biggie, Lil Season, Lil Kim?" Nobody commented, and so apparently they don't remember. It was me and Tetris. We right. opened that show, yeah. and we killed it because Biggie Small show got cut short when they almost hit him with that bottle. The bottle. Yes. And then remember what he said. The only reason why Tupac mad is because it is. Who shot you? Yeah. Everybody starts screaming, call the cops when you see Tupac. Tupac was in town, and somebody thought he was dead at that time. No, Pac was in town when Biggie was doing Who Shot You on stage at Club Illusions. Crazy. Somebody argued me up and down like, no, Pac wasn't there. He was dead. No, Pac was in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now he I think when, wow. when, when Pac died, he, he, he didn't do that song anymore. When he when he did get shot, okay, that's what it was. Biggie that's stopped what it doing. Was. He didn't do that I, man, record thank anymore. Thank you, because I called Jerry Smoker B, and I was trying to get him to help me remember. Mm-hmm. Bruh, was Pac in town when Biggie did that? Because we all thought Pac was finna walk in when he started doing "Who Shot You." The club was so old ten, man. Because we was like, man, if Pac walked in, because we knew he was in town that weekend. Right. I forget crazy what, history. I can't remember what weekend that was though. Was was that? I can't remember what time of year that was. What, what's it? That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I can't even remember the date time frame, but I know Pac was in town mm-hmm. when he performed that night. Yeah. So yeah. we'll get Jerry on the phone to like, like you know, yeah, because Jerry, Jerry hosted. No, he hosted that night, correct? Yeah, Jerry hosted. Yes, yep. he's the reason why me and Tetris got to open up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jerry owned Illusions, man. Like, yes, yes, <laughs> he did. You couldn't say Club Illusions without saying Jerry smoking me That's in true. the same sentence. Right. You know what was so crazy, Mike? I would be at home in the bed sometime on Sunday night. Jerry smoked a beer and be like, yeah, we got can't tell the touches in the house. And I had the radio barely on and I heard my name. <laughs> and I jumped up like, oh shit, I'm supposed to be at Club Illusions. <laughs> okay, I got grass in the Jerry was the oh. Jerry's the king of hype. Oh man, he oh, knew how so to crazy, hype, bro. Yeah, you right. And, and he knew how to get me yeah, up in there. Cause when I heard my name, I jumped up out the bed and started getting dressed. Like, oh shit, Jerry called my name. I, I gotta get the conversation. <laughs> yeah, Jerry was the was the king of the. He I mean, knew how to make you feel like a star. I remember doing. Um, yes, he did. When we started doing, we started doing the live broadcast at one twelve. Um. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And One whatever crazy. what whatever act was supposed to be there, it it fell through whatever case. So they was like, okay, we're gonna have the Fab Five do the broadcast, and there they will be the stars of this the broadcast, right? So wow. we each, we each did an hour, right? It was four hours, but we each did an hour, um, like the first, you know, the opening night, and and and, and then you know, few for a couple of months after that, right? Jerry was hosting. And introduced me so damn good. I was looking around like, who are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I did do that. That is me. That's got your goddamn right. 
Jerry introduced you and you was like, I'm excited to see that I'm, nigga. I want to see right, right. <laughs> this, nigga, this nigga about to be good. I want Jerry to was a master, boy. He put that hype on you, boy. Yeah, man. Jack, Jack. Yeah. Excellent, man. Oh, man. Brothers, we appreciate y'all having, you know, taking the time and, and, and jumping on here with us, man. Um, Let man, the folks know how man, we... Real quick. Appreciate you having Real quick for chill. I was the other day, I was trying to remember when we first met and then you just started talking about earlier about your connection with Diamond and D-Rock and that whole situation and you yes I don't that's know. how we met Katrina Katrina baby girl yes that was like you know, she, I just talked to her not long ago you know that how was she doing she's doing good she in LA she reached out to me like last month sometime she doing good she was pushing her son that's how you and I met it just hit me that's how, that's how we met but then we really connected when um, I was the music director over at Hot. Yes. Um, but now here's my question for you. Do you remember it was the, the Coors Light show down in Birmingham, Alabama? Okay. Me and my homegirl set you and uh, Tetris up on that show. And we drove down one night, did the show, turned around and came back. Coors, Coors, Birmingham, Alabama, Birmingham. I think so. You, uh, my girl, who, Joan. With, with who? Joan was my girl. Her dad worked for Coors Light, and they were looking for acts for the show, and we, we hooked you up on that, you and uh, Tetris on well, that. Was, was somebody else there, like Taz or somebody? Yeah, it was some other folks on the, on the okay, bill, I too. Think, I think I remember that then. Yeah, cause man, we had done so many shows in them areas. Yes. <laughs> See, you helping me remember stuff I, I can't even remember. I, oh, I'd have forgot about because we did so many little things, yeah. you know? Man. That's dope. Look, I, I, that, that, that's another chapter in the book. Right. I definitely had to add that to my uh, Easy Pain True Life storybook because every little phase, every little person that was an influence in my life and the career is going to be a part of my story. Yeah. And, and that is a part of my story. You <laughs> will be. Yo, Chell, I got another award ceremony for you. The U. What's that? The UGN Ungrateful Negro Awards. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> right. Boy, it's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of honorees in that one right there. <laughs> UGN. Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? <laughs> one, one award show I was about to put together is the Base Legend Award. That's Ooh. the one that I was about to do. And I reached out to like uh, Magic Mike, Trina, and Trick Daddy, and didn't get no response. So I didn't have enough people that committed to go forward with it. So that's when I ended up doing the uh, Educators Awards. But I was definitely finna do the Base Legend Awards because these these brothers deserve their recognition because they don't get added to these award shows and and get they they just do. So that's one that I really wanted to do. And then uh, Two Live Crew uh, brother died, and I was like, man. We losing them. I yeah. gotta give people their roses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, my key. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, we you know yeah. one one thing. There's one thing for sure. You know, I, I've I've taken very seriously as of recently, especially since COVID, and, and that's um you know staying trying to stay healthy. Um, a lot of us, you know, brothers oh, yeah. out in our age range, we're not old, but brothers within our age, forties right. to fifties, are checking out of here early and you know I, I've, man I've, left and right i've made the point to put a whole home gym in my basement now just you know what i'm saying to try to 
because you know we you know you, you I, I still you know stuck wife and kids and things that I want to do so I'm trying to you know make sure that I'm I'm, I'm around I encourage my brother um um my boy in Florida uh, Mike Kinsey to do the same um and you know I, I know Mike's and get Mike, to the doctor we got to get to yeah, the doctor and get the checked out this is black man I like going to the doctor I don't hey. mind I go all the time hey rest in peace to our boy Chris we just lost him and yeah. we don't even know why Chris he Rock, used to mentor us and be like you know, he introduced me to Raheem the Dream, man. He was like a big uh, impact in my life here in Atlanta. We just lost him, brother, and we don't even know what's going yeah. on. The funeral Tuesday, we don't know why or what wow. happened. And then here I am, 50, and I just got diagnosed with lupus about a month ago. I ain't never had no health issues in my life. Now I got the skin lupus, you know, situation. And I'm like, man, what is going on? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's the yeah. health is health is wealth. You know, we find out you, you yes, learn that is. as you get older that, you know, um, all the bad shit that you like, you used to like eating. I, I still like eating. I was like, okay, I got to take it easy on that. Like, oh yeah. I and I can't do none of that. I can't even be in the sun. I, I ain't supposed to have sugar. I'm like, man, what in the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, how, about, how about I just cut out beer? Damn. Yeah, that's a beer. good thing. Come on, man. Bill, Bill was doing something to me and I couldn't figure out what it was. So I was like, maybe it's the bill. Man, I cut that bill out. Boy, there's a whole lot of things that stop that 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 I don't have to worry about now. now that's what the problem was. Oh yeah, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. My stepfather. The stuff that people enjoy ain't really healthy for us, and yeah. they indulge in it, you know, for a lifelong situation. So yeah, yeah. My my stepfather. Good to you, ain't good not, for you. Yeah, you're right. My stepfather, when yeah, I was younger, uh, learned he learned that he, you know, he had like pancreatitis or something like that, and had to stop drinking beer. <laughs> that was. It was killing him, you know what I'm saying? Wow! Yeah, so I've, I've, I've hey, hey man, hey, hey, I want to salute T Storm, you and Mike. First of all, for being uh, uh, influences in our careers, man. Whether yeah. y'all stayed in Atlanta, moved away, which both of y'all did, but y'all still in the industry, still in in our hearts. I want to salute y'all, man, because Atlanta is the place. And for y'all to move away, we know it had to be something greater. I moved away like several times, and but I always came back. But just want to salute you guys, yeah. whether y'all was here or not, to know that y'all still had an impact in our life. So when we saw y'all the other day, it was like seeing family, man, yeah, like a family real. reunion for real. So we just want to say we love y'all, man. Thanks for inviting us because a lot of industry people talk. When y'all said y'all was going to invite us to this, we was like, oh, okay, you know, that's just industry talk. They ain't going to call us. And here we are. So I'm saluting y'all for being 100 brothers, 100 cats, man, for real. Appreciate that. Straight man. up. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Look, and, I, and I'm just like you. I leave a lot, but I come back. So I'm back in the A now. I've been back here for a few years. L.A. wasn't my bag, so I, I I had to get back get back down south, man. You know what? Same here. But you know what? Whatever you got from it during that time, it was meant to happen. And you know, we it is may not be meant for us to be there for for long. Like I've been to Dallas, I've been to D.C., but I come back. I done gave them five years. I get something from there. When I was in D.C., they had my record playing on the radio in Top 5 Countdown. My tattoo record with Lazy Bone, mm-hmm. I was supposed to be there at that time and get something from, from D.C. Right. And, and, and and Dallas, I found a, a group. They found me at the mall. Walk around the club, if everybody who. Them brothers mm. found me at the mall. I brought them here, got them signed to Collar Park Records. I was supposed to be in Dallas at that time. I right. made yeah. something happen, and I wasn't even trying to. Right. That's dope. So, yeah. It's a blessing, man, wherever you go. I cont- yeah. I've contemplated um, coming to Atlanta on, on a few occasions, and I've had this discussion with my wife, and she reminds me of the stories that I've told her 
um, some of the stories that I've told her about my Atlanta days, and she has sternly said, "Hell no, we are not moving to Atlanta." <laughs> Atlanta boy, for the family. Woo. Yeah, Tell Kaylee, you don't you know win. what none of them girls are no more. <laughs> That's right, man. Freak Nick is over. Right, Freak Nick been over. For real, I can tell you what. Yeah, the only one I know is she still at. That's my baby mom. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Days over, but they they were the good days. I can tell you nothing about it. Right. (laughs) And it was a whole lot of. You know what's I'm funny? Q don't have a whole football team with the with the way they was touring. <laughs> hey, boy! Well, one thing we did keep my mom. One of my mom's best friends was a nurse, and she used to give me one of them plastic grocery bags full of condoms. Man, we, we run through them things. We run me, kid, and head run through a grocery bag full of condoms and a man in half. God! Wow! <laughs> Knock them down. <laughs> First of all, you don't have body count. You got a graveyard, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, a whole cemetery. First of all, first of all, first of all, don't disrespect the brother. They are called the Splat Pack for a reason. goddammit. it, that's right. Fair, that's right. Uh, fair, it's in the name. It's in the name. What we preached, and they all wanted to show you how they can scrub the ground. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> It was either that or they wanted to practice giving slow, slow head off slow head. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, but but you know what's crazy is when, when we had our record out, we hadn't, hadn't even met Splat Pack, and I was a big fan of that record just because wow. it was so big. So once we actually finally got to do shows, it was like, it was crazy. You know, I'm a fan of your record, and then we actually got cool and we met. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. That was dope. That's what's up, dog. Yeah, man. That's what's up, man. Y'all good, y'all good brothers, I, man. I appreciate that segue away from slow head because our new <laughs> social media director is watching and cringing right now. <laughs> damn bass artist. I should have known. Hey, it was, that's clean, though. It's clean. Hey, man, you know. I mean, that was the time, right? That's that's what it was. And, and, and T, I know we were rapping, but it, it just kind of made me think of this. So, like Meg the Stallion, Cardi B, City Girls, they get a lot of flack for their content and what's in their music, but it's really no different than what you guys were putting in your record. That's true. Why do you think like? Why do you think like n- now people? Because people was just cool with it back in the day. Why do you think but, it's a problem now? I think it's a problem because it's, it's females, you know, and, and us as men, we look at females as being women. And they portray females as being thoughts, and they they saying that it's okay for a female to be a thought. But us as men, having having um girls, you know, like my my sons, they have daughters that they're raising. They don't they they don't like that because they don't want to portray that for their daughters. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was different for us because us as men, you know, we we've always talked that way. You know, when 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 it came to females and and, and as far as what we wanted to see them do. You know, as far as what we wanted them, well, you you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, right. so really, um, with that, I, I I believe that that that's why it's the way it is, man. I, I think, and, I, and I, they I, deep, they deep and raunchier with it to me. Yeah, like, they Meg, are. Megan Thee Stallion and, and Cardi B, they like no holds barred with it. Yeah, I mean, it's it. That's where the parenting comes into play, though. 
You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't want your kids to hear it, then, you know, you do what you need to do that so they don't hear that stuff or explain to them and, what you're... What yeah. The, what, see, at the same time, you know, parenting only goes so far. You know, they they, they ran yeah. by their peers. Everything they, you know, they don't know what they don't know what their parents were. Eight hours out the out yeah, of the, and with um, the digital day, age, it's you know? impossible for them to Come not on, hear it somewhere. Right, YouTube. You, I mean, TV. It's it's impossible. Yeah, no, I mean, but that's I was, but yeah. That was so the only thing that the only thing you could do as parents it is just try to educate them. Exactly. You know that, that that's this one reason is one reason why. Um, our black young girls, that's why they need their fathers, you know, and a, a part of their lives, you know, not, not just their moms, mm-hmm. uh, us as fathers, we, we, we're going to teach them how to be a little girl. We're going to teach them how to be a woman. You know what I'm saying? If they mama, not that. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's a, it, yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you, man. I was, I was with my daughter this past weekend and the radio was on and, uh, she knew every song on the radio. Yeah. Every word, every word, and I'm like, you don't, you don't sit and listen to the radio like we used to sit and listen to the radio. How, right? Like, how do you yeah. know this? He's like, I, I just, I just know it. I just me know too. it. Um, but yeah, that that's one of those situations. And you know, me and if you've watched the show, you know, I, I've taken shots at my kid's mother in, in jest or whatever, and and we have our issues. But that's one thing where we really do agree on. Like that lifestyle, that image of of a woman, we don't want our daughter mimicking right. that. So I'm like super comfortable with you know what she does in that arena, and I have no complaints about that. But uh, it's you know unfortunately, it's some folks out there who aren't that vigilant. Right? Yeah, you're right. You know, it's, it's easy for me to understand because I get that type of music. Mm. You know, and um, it's hard for my son to understand why I understand why the well, why those girls do it. You know, he came to me with the um with the Megan Stallion song that that thought you know that 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 thought mess, and and yeah, I, I I never really heard the song until he said something to me, and he played it to me for like three times, and I'm looking at him like, okay, what's wrong with it? And, he was like, <laughs> and I'm like, son, wop 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 wop. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? He looked at me like, what's, you know what I'm saying? Well, son, you have to understand this type of music that I did. I see them as entertainers. I'm not looking at what they do outside of that. Right. You know, I just see them as entertainers. If you don't like them as an entertainer, you know, they, they may be totally different as a person right. than they are as an entertainer. Yeah. You know? Well, so, I, I have more of a problem with the trap music being accepted and pushed by labels and radio than the what sexual explicit content because yeah. they're preaching using drugs in these songs. They're saying uh, pop the molly, woo, I'm sweating. And the little kids are saying that and mm. once they understand what that means they're going to want to try that. Yeah, I have a problem with that more than the what. I mean, yeah, I, th- I agree. I think the issue, I, I think the, oh, and we've talked about this ad nauseum on here, but the the real issue with the music is not, it's not even the sexual content, it's not just the the you know the drug contents it's the fact that that's all you hear you know yeah. uh, as we came up there was there was a, a variety there was a diversity of messages and music and all different you had you know there was public enemy and you had two live crew you know what i'm yeah. saying you, you 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 had there was there was balance. there was a balance in it you know you 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 had common and we had Akinelli. you know it, it was a, it was a lot of different 
you know, right. things happening. With, you had the gangster stuff and you had the drug dealing, but you had the cats that was talking, you know, De La Soul was on, you know, you know, uh, even though they wasn't really talking about Afrocentric, but the visual of them was very Afrocentric. Um, the, you know, X Clan, and you know, it was it was a variety of it. it was, right now, oh, yeah. right now, it's just one thing. It's just it one all thing. Trap, trap, same. That's because like, you I'm, have I'm missing, no I don't know when anymore. one song stops and the other one starts. It's like, is this a new song? Is this a different person? Right? And they all baby. Or, or they they all little or baby, that's it. <laughs> and they all popping drugs and selling drugs and shooting that's right. Negroes. It's like come yeah. on, everybody following each other. You don't have any leaders. See when 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 we were coming up, everybody wanted to be the chief. You ain't had no Indians. Now you have all Indians. You don't, they don't want to be a chief. You don't have no chiefs. Mm. Like T Pain said. Do something different. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing this shit. <laughs> There's literally two niggas named Baby doing the music you want to do. Baby already. <laughs> T Pain went off, man. Oh, man. I, I salute him for that. Yeah. He, uh, we, I feel his frustration because they sent him all that stuff. They was hitting me with that stuff. I, I had to. I was doing the Matrix. <laughs> hey, my, my cousin, he, hey, yeah, here's his song. I was doing the Matrix. <laughs> I, I just couldn't do it, man. I, I was like, I don't need music no more. Sorry. Man, if y'all just, if y'all only knew how many, how many CDs or things people like, then they were CDs. How many CDs we used to fly like Frisbees? <laughs> we, we, we don't mind listening to people's music. But boy, when it's straight garbage, you know, you know within the first five seconds of song play what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So, man, you, we just riding down the highway, boy. You just see, you just see this. Nice. Is an unidentified flying object coming out of the tour bus of Splat Pack? What is that? And and right. how, and weed smoke. <laughs> and the bus is bouncing, kind of weird. <laughs> That's some weird hydraulics going on. With the trap music was was paid for and and played, and it was straight garbage. Mm-hmm. But they had the money to fund the, the push. And some of the stuff that I've heard over the years, I could not believe it actually made to the airwaves. And I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Look, and here's the thing, right? Like, this is the part that that the layman doesn't understand, right? So, uh, Chill, you said it was paid for. Yes. Uh, there's a thing called pay for play. Yes. It is not illegal. If you disclose that you're paying to have that record played, if you're paid and you don't disclose it, that's illegal. That's uh, uh, payola. Mm-hmm. I didn't so know that. Somebody, yeah, that, that's how that works, right? Yeah. Wow. Somebody with enough money can come in and, and pay to get their records put on. Like Now, most PDs worth their weight in salt won't do it, right? Okay. They, they, they're like, no, give me a good record. Um, but it's, it's possible to do it. Wow. Then when you just you me. The promotion side of it, you can pump a whole bunch of money into promoting a record and it can be a terrible, terrible record. But if people hear it enough times, yeah. yes, they will like that record. We hear, so, programming. We, we've heard that so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so when people start, you know, talking about their top fives or who's a good artist and who's not a good artist. And they say, well, they, they got spins or they, they got sales. 
I don't use that as a measure because I know all that can be bought. Right. 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 Like, how good is it? What's the musicality? What's the lyricism? What's the stage show like? Right. Now you're talking about somebody that's good to me. Right. I agree because um, at, at the birthday bash, man, some of those stage shows, Oh my god! I I don't know what's going on with, with, with this young generation. But it's like they just get up there and just rap. They don't really do anything, you know. Right? No, no showmanship. But At they all. just they don't have they any type of crowd, stage sing the song. Yeah. Now, now I give I give this birthday last year's props. It was it was it was tight. It looked yeah, like it a multi million dollar production. It was. I did they thing, and I, this was the best one I've been to. I don't know about all of them, like the one with Jay Z showing up. I was never there, but this one was the best one I've been to. Uh, it, it was lit. Now, don't get me wrong. It was lit. But, you know, as an artist, someone that does that, 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 that enjoys the stage, you know, you, you look for something a little bit more when you see other artists. They got away right. from that. Nobody really does show. All they do is the pyrotechnics, the lights and the sparkles. Yeah. And that's all they really do now. I mean, well, you also got to, you know, realize that there's no more artist development anymore. Right. You know, they don't develop, you know, you, you come in as you are. <laughs> That's how yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not going to see trap rappers dancing routines to their trap music. It just, that ain't going to happen. No. Hey, man, that, that's fine. I understand that. Look, <laughs> um, the Dr. Dre show back in the day in the 90s, that, um, that chronic tour, mm-hmm. that was at, that, that was at Phyllis Arena. Man, each person that got up there, oh my goodness, awesome stage show. You know, they and they they actually made you sit back and you, you could see everything. Drayden came out in cell blocks, you know, and, and like they're in prison. Each person in a different cell block. They, you know, they, yeah, they, it dope. gives you something to enjoy. You know, and, and you you know how hard Drayden was. Yeah. See, that's you know, from the so old school. I, I when, that, when they, they, they knew how to do it from the old school. Right. He comes from that yeah. era. So it, they it's the same. The I believe it's the same with the trap music. They just have to add. They just have to add a little bit something more to, to, to help keep the audience into it. I mean, everybody loves music. Yeah, yeah. artists do that, like happens. you said. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. I look. I always sound like the old man. Like, back in my day, <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that's us, really, for real, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I defer to my sons, you know, for some of this music. I, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is, but I, I can understand why they like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And some of, and and it ain't, you know, it ain't for me. You know what I mean? But I know what I know. I hit record when I hear it. You know, most of the time, I think yeah. I do. Yeah, you know what I mean? Look, uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of. Of the current hip hop, I'm not a huge fan of the production. I like a little bit more music and 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 what I listen to, but I will give these young producers credit. They they have figured out essentially what frequencies to put into music to tap into that primal thing in people, in black people. Yes, that bass, that low end. They figured out that tempo. They know that. It touches that, um, not trying to sound too uh, esoteric, but it touches kind of like that sexual chakra. It it gets you there. So when you hear it and feel it, that's why these kids love it, because it's, yeah. it's getting them in that place. Yeah. These young producers have figured that out. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> not for me, you're right. But, you know, 
kudos to, to what they've done. Um, you, you know who you know who was a good example? Soldier Boy. When he was doing it with that little Casio mm-hmm. keyboard, yeah. he figured out he figured out the ingredient and and been running with it. And everybody pretty much been going behind like what Soldier Boy did. He he did it on what YouTube? Yeah, yeah. He did. That's how he started. First, on first rapper on YouTube, as he as he's claimed to it, and yeah, rightfully so. But then again, he's also the first rapper to have a birthday. Apparently, like he first rapper for everything. <laughs> <laughs> first rapper to have a birthday, Soldier Boy. Remember that. <laughs> anyway, fellas, look, <laughs> hey man, we appreciate y'all um, joining us, man. Again, tell the folks how we can uh, how they can reach you. Social medias. Okay. Um, you can hit me up, Q Dog. That's K U E D O G on IG, or you can hit me up on Kwame Ahmed. That's my Facebook, and that's K. It's not how, how I spell my name, but it's K W M A E A H M E D. Somebody hacked into my regular account. I wish I could find them, but I got some for them. <laughs> 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 Anyway, you can find me the um Hustle High Entertainment. That's H U S T L E H Y E E N T Hustle High Entertainment. That's my IG. Um Yeah, that's about it. Or or you can hit us up on, on Splat Pack. The official Splat Pack on IG. That's what's up. Chill, how we reach you, man? Uh, on Facebook, I'm Kelvin K. Chill Harris. Uh, that's K-E-L-V-I-N. And on uh, Instagram, is K. Chill A-T-L. Those are my two handles. Holla at your boy. That's no trap sure. music. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, of course, folks, you follow us at Unpoppin' Show. Make sure you... Uh, follow us on all socials at Unpoppin' Show and the website unpoppinshow.com. We appreciate you watching. We appreciate you listening. K-Chill, Q-Dog, thank you for joining us, brothers. Thanks for the invite, brothers. Salute y'all. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you.